Welcome back to Gossip Happy Hour. This is your host, Riley Wilkes, and I'm thrilled to be speaking with you all another week. Sorry for the late release. I was waiting for some more drama to you know, come down and everything never really happened, but we still have a good amount of things to talk about. Thank you guys for listening to my interview with Sarah Hughes from last week. It, the numbers shot up, and I was very happy. Thank you for to her supporters, especially for actually streaming the episode. I really appreciate that. Thank you for her for promoting it and posting about it. I Sincerely appreciate that. Like, you know, my issues in the past with people actually, like, promoting it. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm hoping to have Ava Tortorisi on soon, but I've been promising us that for about a couple months now, and it hasn't happened. So I don't know if it will happen, but she liked one of my videos asking her to come on my podcast. So we'll see. I'm trying to get as many interview guys, I promise, as I can. So let's just dive into it. So the biggest drama biggest tea the biggest controversy so far this week has been netflix announced a partnership with the hype house and all of their members and friends that they're going to be doing a reality tv show this was expected i mean it was sooner or later they're going to have their own reality show charlie's getting her own sway already has an ig tv show so does the compound trailer house like taylor holder and markel they have their own show everyone's getting their own show i mean it was expected the difference was Hype House got theirs on Netflix, one of the biggest, the probably the biggest streaming platform in the world. Sways and Trillers is on like IGTV and stuff. So not quite the reach that Netflix has. People were very upset by this. Irrationally upset. First of all, people were like, why would they do this? No one's going to watch it. First of all, or second of all, third of all, I guess, I don't know. Yeah, second. Yeah, second of all, thousands of millions of people are going to watch this. Like, It will be streamed so heavily the first day because you have the group of around 10 to 14-year-old girls and guys will stream the hell out of this TV show. Like, They'll be waiting for the premiere, watch it right away because they're, these are their idols. You have Loray, you have Vinny. They're all going to watch it. Then there's going to be the group of probably like 16 to 19 to 20 year olds who's going to watch it because they just want to make fun of it, but they're still going to stream it. This will have numbers across the board. The same way BFF's podcast with Dave and Josh has numbers across the way because it has, it reaches out to several different audiences. People will watch this. And one of the main points people have been bringing up, which I just don't get at all, is comparing the cancellation of the society to this. Are you guys this dense? You do know that. The society getting canceled has nothing to do with the Hype House's new reality show. Reality TV competes against other reality TV shows. If they were going to cancel a show to put this one on air, first of all, Netflix doesn't have to cancel a show to make this one, but it would be another reality TV show already on Netflix. The society and the Hype House show have nothing in common not the same audiences not the same content not the same streaming like it will not have the same streaming numbers as the hype house show will so i don't get where y'all are thinking the society getting canceled because of the hype house show like it literally makes no sense there's not a shred of evidence that points to that or anything like that so y'all are just looking for reasons to get pissed there are other issues with the show that i'll talk about soon that are more valid like they're actually valid reasons why you don't want to have the show but the society getting canceled has literally nothing to do with this hype house show 
I'm going to watch it. I, if I don't like it, I'll stop. I haven't really watched Sway's or Trill, Triller Compound show yet, but I'm definitely going to watch this because Loray is hilarious. So I think he'll make good TV. Vinny's will be funny. Little Huddy's going to be funny. Like, you will have a character that you will watch it for. That's the thing. You don't have to like Little Huddy to watch the show because you may not like Little Huddy, but you'll like Loray. You may not like Loray, but you like Vinny. And you have the thousands of 16, 17-year-old girls who are in love with Vinny who will watch this just for him. Same with Lil Huddy. It's how it goes. You see their YouTube alone. Their YouTube vlogs, five-minute vlogs, have millions of views. Netflix is going to like quadruple those numbers at least within the first day. It's going to be funny. It's going to be a good show. I think it'll be, like, it's going to be good in the sense of the way reality TV is good. Like, I'm a huge The Bachelor fan. I don't love The Bachelor because of the love story and the complicated issues they show. No, I like it because it's entertaining. It's funny. It's stupid. That's why I watch it. You watch reality TV show for an escape from your daily life because it's so dumb. It's so stupid that it's just funny. Like, it's something to watch. And that's exactly what's going to happen with this Hype House TV show. So just brace yourself for it. Let's leave the fake outrage about the society getting canceled somewhere else. Society was canceled for a reason. I'm not saying it's a bad show. I didn't love it, but guys, it's not. It wasn't like fucking Grey's Anatomy or The Office or Brooklyn Nine Nine with these massive audiences. Okay, so there's another issue with just the problematic history of hype house, and yes, that's a good reason. That's a complaint you should have. Specifically, I think most of it has been targeted towards Nikita. I watched one TikToker said, I forgot who it was, but she recaps drama and everything. She, she has like 20,000 followers or something. Basically said this. They picked, the Hype House one was one of the least diverse houses. That's a fact. It's obvious. They picked Nikita because rep, one, she represents people of color in a way because I think she's, she's Hispanic. And then she's also the biggest trans influencer on TikTok right now. And it's not close. She's also very problematic. And I like this girl said on TikTok, I wish they wouldn't have chosen Nikita as the representation. There's a lot of better options out there, but they did because they needed diversity. And so it's like, it's a two way street. It's like, she's very problematic. Little then, the, but she's also the most diverse there. The thing with Nikita, her past has accusations of blackfishing controversial tweets i forget what else she did supported people like the lopez brothers and james charles and stuff like that here's the thing i don't think she'll even be in the show that much i hope she's not i don't really care nor want to see nikita that much i don't like nikita that much like she's not that entertaining to me she's problematic like she has a bad history so i don't think she'll be she doesn't live in the house she's not even that many of the vlogs. She's in a decent amount, mostly Thomas's, but not really like a huge member. But the fact that you guys are saying, like people are saying, it's, it's again, it's white women who are saying this, that, oh my God, they're literally all so racist. First of all, no. The people in that house who have had controversy was Lil Huddy. And I think most people aren't angry at Lil Huddy anymore. That's not my place to say whether they should be or not, but I think most people aren't. They have, yeah, that's it. I mean, no, Lil Huddy, Thomas hasn't had any, Alex hasn't had any, Vinny hasn't had any controversy. 
Sienna has had some controversy with her clothing market, but Sienna's a good person. You know Sienna is all about posit- body positivity, whether she shows it in the right ways occasionally. It's not it's not from a bad place. Then there's, yeah, there's Ish- LaRae is nothing really controversial going on. Yeah, so the main issues is, again, they bring about COVID spreaders, super spreaders. Guys, first of all, they threw like two parties, I think. LaRae's birthday party and then, Every single, you guys can't do this because every single celebrity, every single social media influencer, every single wealthy person in the world has partied during COVID. There's none of them who have been truly responsible in the way. They weren't really that problematic when it comes to COVID. Most of them had their masks during interviews and everything went going out to dinner. Yeah, they threw a couple parties, but like, yeah, so to guarantee you 50% of the world, like, thank you guys for staying home and quarantining. I did that. I stayed home pretty much all most of quarantine, but guys, they're celebrities, they're influencers, whatever you want to call them. Like every other influencer celebrity, they did not really give a shit. So yeah, it's an issue. It sucks that it's awful that it happens, but if you're going to apply that logic to them, then you can't really support any celebrity or any actor or any TV show host. Like it has to go both ways. Netflix has struck stock dropped and people were blaming the hype house for that, which um, Alex Warren released a tweet saying they've actually failed to pay their quarter earnings. So that's why the stock drop. I don't know. I'm not a huge stock guy person. Like I have stocks and stuff, but like, I don't know if that's the reason or not, but like, first of all, you think many teens really own stock, the outrage people own stock in Netflix and then just sold it because of the hype house. Like, no, there's a whole huge boycott going around saying no one cares, no one cares. You care enough to talk about it. That's the first reaction. Y'all can boycott it all you want. It's the same way people every year, people, Bachelor fans say, I hate who they just chose as the lead or I hate what they're doing or I hate who the contestants are. I'm not watching it. Yet every single season, everyone still watches it because it's a reality TV show and you are bored as fuck. It's the same thing that's going to happen with this type of show. So whether you like it or not, there are ways to critique it. The criticisms of the problematic cast, okay, that's a decent criticism. I get that. But the criticism of the society getting canceled or you just don't care about them not working hard or them not being talented enough. Okay, you're like, you shouldn't give reality shows to these untalented people. Like, have you guys watched Keeping Up With The Kardashians? Have you watched The Bachelor? Have you watched... Wipeout, like, none of these people have talent. It's reality TV shows, celebrities. Like, of course, none of them really have talent, but it's influencers, they're rich. People want to know what's going on. People are entertained. Curious. Like, it's obvious the reasons why they did it and why people watch it. There's the criticism, which is valid, that why don't we give the dancers who actually, like, invented the dances, mostly people of color, why don't you give them reality shows? Let's do it. Let's perfect. I would love a reality show with honestly both of them together. But that does not mean the hype shouldn't go on. It means we need to uplift the people of color voices and we need to follow them and we need to share their stuff. We need to promote their content too. But you guys don't do that. You only care about them when it's time to shoot at the hype house. Like I guarantee you all the people who are like, why don't the original creditors of the dances have their own reality show. Do you even follow them? Like, I don't want you saying shit if you don't even follow them or like their videos or support them in any way, which I guarantee you guys don't. You just want to seem 
like an activist when most of you guys are white women who don't give a fuck about any of the original dancers. You want, let's get them a reality show. The first got to follow them. We have to build up their platform. Let's do it. I'm all for it. Let's actually fucking do it though. Not just comment angrily on Thomas Petro's TikTok video. Nothing will ever get done just by doing that. That's performance activism, activism at its best. So moving on, there has been quite a bit of fallout from the whole Nessa, Jade, and Josh Mads beef. More, more so on the fact that Nessa and Jaden haven't talked about directly besides the live Jaden. Nessa has been tweeting like random shit like when she tweeted, she posted a TikTok today, like, when my EP, can't wait for my EP to release because y'all will soon find the truth since people want to lie or something. First of all, to Josh and Nessa, they keep making these, like, threats about Josh, like, exposing Josh. Josh has been more than respectful to everything about Nessa and Jaden. On BFS, he really wished them well. He was, like, saying that they're not bad people. They didn't do it out of bad. Like, yeah, I was kind of fucked up, but, like... I wish we handled this offline and everything. He put the blame on Mads way more than he put the blame on Jaden and Nessa. So for you to go back and be like, can't wait for you guys to know the truth when Josh has yet to say a single really bad thing about either of you guys, even though you are his girlfriend, the love of his life, and his best friend, and you guys hooked up together and started dating behind Josh and Mads' back, he didn't talk shit about any of y'all, yet you guys are making these lame pussy threats and posting all these cutesy videos and pictures on your Instagrams, literally ignoring how anyone else feels besides yourselves. You guys are selfish assholes who really only care about attention, views, and playing the victim, as Nessa loves to do. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pissed about this whole way, Nessa, and I have stand Nessa in the past. I have, when this first came out, like, I talked with Sarah, I defended Nessa immediately, but again, all I ask for in these situations is proof. Just give me proof. Maz gave us proof. Josh confirmed the proof. Now, I'm, like, I will switch my position. I'm not gonna, like, stand on a hill to die on, like, this is not gonna be that shit, like, I could care less. Like, I'm not devoted to defending Nessa. So, but now you want to act like you're being oppressed. You're being victimized you're being whatever you're being taken advantage i don't get we don't want to hear it nessa we don't you still have your stands Jaden still has plenty of his people that ship them think they're adorable go ahead what you're not going to do is a week or two after the situation has blown over what you're not going to do is try to drag josh through the mud and if that's not what she's doing good i'm not going to praise her for doing the simplest form of human decency you can but if she drags josh over anything i don't I don't even if even if it's something like, hey, Josh cheated in our past relationship. Fuck Josh then. But Josh never accused you of cheating. So what's the point of trashing Josh when it, yeah, if you have something against Matt, go ahead. I don't care. But it's just this constant issue, I feel like, and it just revolves all around Jaden. And it always has. Do I think Nessa was as much of a participant in this as Jaden was? Hell no. She's still responsible for it, but Jaden is the common thread in pretty much everything. First of all, Jaden has one of the worst pasts of any of these social media influencers available. Jaden has been in the most controversy. Jaden has struggled the most with relationships. He's dated Cynthia. I think he tried to get with Dixie. He's talked to Griffin's exes. Like, 
every time someone's trying to finesse someone else in a relationship within this White House, it's Jaden. It's always been Jaden. Bryce has never tried to get with another girl in this White House that was dating someone else. Griffin has never done that. Noah's was not comparable at all because Noah and Dixie dated after Griffin and Dixie, like, over, over. Griffin was talking to other girls. Their relationship was done. Griffin and Dixie were not the love of each other's lives. Griffin did not care about Dixie the way Josh cared about Vanessa. Like, that's just obvious. And Noah and Griffin were not best friends. Simple as that. Those were the huge differences. That's the only thing you could kind of compare it to, but again, it's not the same. Noah did really nothing wrong. Neither did Dixie. So that's, like, no one else has done this shit besides Jaden. And Jaden is constantly doing it one way or another. Jason is a fuckboy to the extreme, though. First of all, if you think him and Maz, Maz is going to last, no. Someone said, I forget who it was on a podcast, maybe it was Keo or something, but that this relationship's never going to work because it's built on hurting your best friend and a person you love so much. Any relationship built on that is never going to last. Jaden's never going to last in a long-term relationship because he's like 30 anyway. Nessa and Josh dated for a while, so yeah, she clearly can do a long-distance or a long-lasting relationship, a serious one, but Jaden won't. Jaden's going to cheat on her. Jaden's going to talk to another girl. Jaden's going to break up with her. And I still, there's a part of me that still thinks this is for views, even though I feel like if those views, they wouldn't make it worse for themselves by, like, outing someone else, something else someone has done in the past. I don't think they would do that. I don't think they're that stupid, but Jaden's a pretty fucking stupid guy. And they both have that mental health health card that they play, which is horrible to people that actually like, struggle with it and don't use it on a daily basis. And Nessa, one thing about Nessa, she keeps saying she's taking breaks from the internet, yet she's going live on Instagram. Then she says that she's really taking another break and that her managers have, have her phones. Then she posts on TikTok. She'll post on her Instagram story. If you're going to take a break, take an actual break. Don't say that to gain the sympathy of people and then completely ignore it and do what you're going to do anyway. That's just scummy. This whole thing is just just scummy. It's icky. It's gross. And it's like, yeah, they didn't hurt any. Well, they did hurt Josh and Matt, but they didn't do anything legal. They didn't physically hurt somebody. They didn't say something racist, but they did something that's just like, and people are like, oh, it's a violation of the program. It's a little more deep. It's not even just like, that makes it sound like stupid. You hurt somebody you care about so much with no regard for them. And then you went along acting like they never existed in your lives. Nessa unfollowed Josh today on Instagram. I don't even think Josh has unfollowed Nessa. What? Yeah. What did you, what are you unfollowing Josh for? He has yet to do a single goddamn thing unless you can provide proof. And yeah. Nessa, listen, if you're dropping a song in your face and you think, oh, he didn't treat me right, he cheated, he was talking to other girls, give us some fucking proof. Because if you just say that shit, it's clearly just a reaction. Like I said to Mads, Mads gave us proof. I was like, great. You do the same thing. If you're just going to post a song about Josh without any evidence, just trashing him, it's going to be the shallowest, bitchiest thing anyone has ever done. Not ever, but you get what I'm saying. Because you're clearly just looking for more attention and you're tr- clearly trying to stay relevant. Like, know your place in this situation and know that we don't want to hear from you. We really don't, unless you have something very big to tell us. In that case, we don't give a shit. Go live your life with Jaden. Take the break you keep talking about, but actually do it. Jaden, go make your music. You don't need to push on TikTok. We don't care about shit anymore. Yeah, you're going to get the attention if you post something, but 
it's just an asshole thing to do. And that's pretty much everything about the whole Jaden and Nessa thing. While we're on the topic of fake relationships, Olivia Ponton and her girlfriend Kai, who's a soccer player at UCLA, I think has about like 800K on TikTok, whatever. It became recently released via screenshots of Kai's real girlfriend that they were doing this thing only for views. The real girlfriend would get upset with how close like they were for being just a relationship for views and that Olivia would get jealous of the real girlfriend and block her on Kai's phone and everything. And Kai and Olivia immediately came out with a video the next day and was just like, believe whatever you want. Screenshots of it are not it. Here's the thing. When there's screenshots and when there's, that's their response. That's just saying screenshots are fake. And it's just like, they really don't fully address it. Even though the girlfriend does seem jealous and does seem like, uh, maybe trying to get revenge. Here's the thing about whenever there's a drama between any relationship on TikTok, whether it's cheating allegations or breakup allegations, whatever it is, when there's smoke, there's fire. So yes, mm-hmm. while Kai's girlfriend might not be entirely truthful about the situation, there's probably something going on. We've seen this time and time again where people do relationships just for views. And if she even considers hurting Olivia Ponton, I will... I'll do something about it. I don't know what I'll do, but I'll I'll figure it out. <laughs> no, but seriously, I really think Olivia does like this girl, and I think this girl's playing with Olivia's emotions, playing with her real girlfriend's emotions, whatever it is, whatever the situation is. It's not – I don't think it's a very pure, real relationship. And the girl, Kai, she does, like, these food reviews, and every single time she says, coffee, and it makes me so unirrationally angry at her that I don't know what to do. She goes, coffee, coffee, and, like, a fake – Bronx accent or what, and it just makes me angry, and I don't know why. It's those little things that just piss me the fuck off. But yeah, so I already don't like her, and I love Olivia, and if she makes Olivia happy, and I and I hope it's true. I hope it's true that they're a real relationship, and they actually like each other, and that she actually cares about Olivia. Do I think it is? No. Do I think that it maybe started off like that, and maybe they actually developed real feelings? Maybe, but the girl that ties, that's Ali accusing Kai of these fake relationships, she's not lying. Like, she's not 100% lying. Like, it would be so easy to disprove because Kai would be like, I do not have this person's phone number or something like that. And, yeah, she hasn't done that. So, clearly, there was something between Kai and this girl, whether it was before, they were flirting a little bit. Like, when there's smoke, there's fire, and there's definitely something to this. I don't know how deep it actually is. I don't know if Olivia knew about it. I don't know if Kai even thought they were really dating or something like that, there's so much unknowns. And once again, this is a situation where we'll never know the full details until maybe after they break up, if Olivia wants to say anything, but Olivia's notorious for actually staying pretty quiet. She, she waited like months until she said that Kia was talking to other girls. She waited. She never has addressed Olivia Ponton is the queen of overcoming cancel culture by that. She's been, they've attempted her to be canceled like five times. One was when she said, I just ate, and saying she was, like, bloated when she wasn't or whatever, stupid. One was when she said she wanted – if she could go to anywhere in history, she would go to the Holocaust, like, that time period. And I forget what the other one was. Oh, she danced on 6 9 Each of those times, she never addressed it, just never even brought it up, didn't acknowledge any of the comments. It just blew over because y'all don't actually give a shit, and y'all just want to attack somebody. So if they're not responding, you'll just give the attention to someone else. 
she knows that. And it's like somehow some of the other influencers just haven't really, really realized it and just continued to address it and try to get people to forgive them when if you just don't talk about it, like no one's going to care. Whether that was the actual right thing to do, not, but it was definitely the smartest business move she did. Because once again, it blew over. No one cared. So I don't, like this is just, Olivia Ponton is an enigma. I don't think there's quite an influencer quite like her, and I like her. I love her. But, like she moved out of the trailer house because apparently there was some drama there. She never spoke about it. She was in the hype house, left pretty abruptly to move in with Taylor, never really said why. Keo thing, she barely spoke on it. So, I mean, I don't know. There's something to this rumor, though. There's, it's not completely, like, false. I hope you guys do know that. Like, there's something to it. I just don't think Olivia played a major part in it. That's because I I kind of do trust Olivia. Like, I don't trust this Kai girl who says coffee like that. Like, why would I? One thing I want to talk about briefly, I won't get too much into it because a lot of my audience probably doesn't know who this is, but EDP stands for Eat That Plus E445 has a YouTube, big YouTube fan base. He's a big sports fan, talks about everything like that. And he has been exposed once again for being a pedophile. And I don't use pedophile loosely because I don't think like it's fair to say like, hey, Tony Lopez and Charles, they're pedophiles. No, because they're like 20 and they're, the victims are were like 16. That's not pedophilia because it's not prepubescent. But these girls that he's going after are like 13 years old. There is a big difference in that age. He has been once again sexting them, sending lewd pictures. Even he literally went to meet up with them, and it was obviously a catfish. These YouTubers like catching predators, and one of the YouTubers even got exposed as being a predator too. So it was disgusting all around. But there is an issue within a lot of people within high power, including influencers and including government officials, celebrities, like all of these people. There are a decent amount of populations who repeatedly getting caught with talking with underage kids and at one point it's not a coincidence it's not they didn't know their age because there are so many people that would be willing to sleep with them that are above age 20 year olds everything like that but yet they keep talking to these minors so at one point you have to ask yourself it's probably they know it and they know what they're doing i doubted that with james charles and i was wrong because more victims came forward and there's just i don't know what to do about it like i don't know what you can do about it unless these people keep getting exposed but then nothing actually happens until we start actually punishing these people, until we start actually putting them into jail, charging them with actual crimes, it's not going to stop. These people keep getting passes. And yes, some of them are not criminal cases, but in this case, he should be definitely fucking put in prison for this shit. And again, until we do that, especially with people that are high power in government and in, you, owns large businesses, until we start holding them responsible and holding them like we would hold any other person in this country responsible nothing's going to change they're going to keep acting like this they're going to keep doing disgusting things so yeah there's something that needs to be done about that so like i I don't know what else to say about that really but it's just something that needs to change and we need to figure out how and i think that's the best situation that's like what we can do so i did a q a and i got a question on my tiktok for me to discuss so it says let's see how come when Charlie, Dixie, and Noah, this is Doa.Beck.21, and co. went to the Bahamas, they got so much hate, but Aston is in Hawaii and he isn't getting any hate? So the difference between when 
Charlie and Dixie and them got hate for going to the Bahamas and when Addison is because Addison right now is doing it sort of after the pandemic is dying down, at least in the eyes of the public. Uh, people are vaccinated. People, things are opening up. The Oscars was in person. People are traveling again. It's spring. When Charlie and them, they did it. I didn't really have an issue with it because I assume they're going to this private ass island where no one else really is. They get tested all the time. They probably had access to better masks and everything like that. But the reason people aren't at Ridge now is because when they did it, they were doing it in December, I think, like during fall, winter area where the pandemic was much larger. Trump was president and there was all the controversy because he was basically saying it's not that big of a deal and people were saying it is and a whole bunch of things. So when they did it, people were just angry because people were pissed about being stuck at home. They were pissed about people not wearing their masks and then just to see people living their best lives in the Bahamas, they didn't get any hate. But now that people are trying to open up and people are able to do things, it's that it's yeah, it's that it's that they're no longer jealous because they're probably able to go out and do some more stuff and it's just not newsworthy anymore people throwing parties and doing shit like that is not newsworthy anymore because everyone is people have decided that covid's over basically and people are just going back to their lives honestly so whether you think it's fair or not i don't really i mean i didn't care when charlie did it but like it still sucks that people are throwing these largest parties in Hawaii and LA not wearing the masks and stuff like that. But that's the reason people aren't angry anymore. It's not getting covered. So thank you guys so much. I'm sorry we didn't have a ton of stuff to discuss, but hopefully the drama is a little more interesting. There's people that have a fucking interview to go over. Like, it is fucking annoying. I'm not going to lie. That I just keep getting like ghosted. So for interviews, and I get it. It's the entertainment business. You got to do what you got to do. But thank you guys for all for listening to this. Thank you for Sarah's new audience. I hope you guys continue to listen to the podcast, continue to share it. Um, I really appreciate everything. And I'll definitely have a podcast early, at least this weekend. So have a safe week. I love you guys. I know what you said about me. I hope that it makes you happy. You can't seem to get me off your mind.